Hey guys, welcome to an all new episode of Screen Beans. This is episode 147. We're your hosts, Carolyn Chillick. And Jerry Wilson. And today it's all about Captain Marvel. We saw it Thursday night showing. And uh, it's always nice seeing a Marvel movie on Thursday night because everybody in there is like a huge Marvel fan. I mean, they were all geeked up and when the theater finally went black to actually start the movie after all the previews, the the claps and everybody was ready. Yeah. And the moment it ended, not a single person stood up to leave. Not a one. Mm -hmm. Like nobody moved. Yeah. At all. It's kind of like, you know, you're, I'm with my people kind of feel. (laughs) Yes. And the clappings and cheers during the movie and all that. Yeah. It's, and if you go like Sunday night or something like that, I'm telling you, there's going to be half the audience, once it's over, is getting up to walk out while everybody else is sitting, the other half is sitting there going, where the fuck are you going? Right. Why even come if you're not going to stay for the I mean, credits? <laughs> I mean, have you have you not heard over the past 10 years mm-hmm. that there's things in the credits? I, I guess, I mean, right there just shows you, uh, you just, you just kind of came to see the movie. Mm-hmm. It's right. like the bigger picture of this web you could really care less about because most likely You're not appreciating the because most likely you haven't seen all the movies right it's it's that simple in my mm-hmm. opinion when i see somebody get up to walk out even you know when i go and see this for a second time i i will be the nerd who yet again sits through the whole credits to see the couple minutes of well, yeah, I do it to see it, and plus, I don't want to be getting up and then have people judge me like I don't. <laughs> like I want to say, I've already seen it, people. I'm leaving early, but I've ar- I have already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, are you? Uh, is there any news out there you want to talk about? I'm sure that there was some news that came out. Oh, uh, uh, Arrow. Oh, it's coming back for an eighth season, but it's going to be. 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that the 10 episodes will end on the crossover. It'll either end on the crossover or have like its own wrap up afterwards. Yeah. So anyway, it'll it'll be done. It'll be done by Christmas. Mm-hmm. It'll be done and over. And then maybe you can get your phone to stop dingling. Bingling, yeah. Whatever I, it's I'll, doing. I'll um, and then I guess the... Uh, the list of Suicide Squad people that are going to be in the James Gunn movie. The rumor is for Deadshot to be Idris Elba. Idris? Idris? Idris. Idris. For him to replace Will Smith, which in my opinion is a huge upgrade. Mm-hmm. A lot of people enjoyed hearing that news and saying it is a an upgrade for, over Will Smith. A lot of people are also saying that they didn't like it because they wanted him to be, you know, John Stewart in Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? As far as I know, that that movie isn't getting made because have you heard anything about it? And nothing's connected. So what's going to stop connected. them from? Yeah. You know, doing that later with him. I mean, by the time they get around to it, I mean, how do we even know? Dude's going to be suicide. sixty. <laughs> He's going to be sixty, but too old. Right. There'll be well, somebody plus it's else, like, man. Are we that sure that the, this movie's going to get made anyway? The Suicide yeah. Squad one, either. Well, James Gunn is the writer and the director. They have the the list of characters, I guess, who's going to be in here. Which 
I really still, I, I'm not going to. And, and we, we went over the, you know, yesterday when they, when they came out. I'm not going to go over them now because it's like. They're stupid. Polka dot man, rat catcher, peacemaker, and then like dead shot. I don't, I can't see Harley Quinn being in it. I don't think, I mean, just, well, just let, I, let her go do her thing. Because she's already doing it. Don't have her in this either. Just move on. Oh, and then King Shark. So out of those five people, it's like, I know King Shark. I know Deadshot. The other three have never been a part of Suicide Squad. Not like I know a lot about Suicide Squad. I still say that I don't believe, even though James Gunn is writing and directing, until some filming actually starts, I don't believe anything because I heard this with Flash. I know. And and yet they have two guys, they have two guys that are going to write and direct this thing, and yet it's it's nowhere. And I wonder if part of the problem of it being nowhere is Numbnuts who plays Flash has is all tied up with his Warner Brothers Fantastic Beast crap. Um, do we still even need him as that, Flash? Well, I've stood on my soapbox and I've yelled replace him. Like I'm I I no longer want to see him and if if we're completely moving on from the Justice League, we need to completely move on. We we let's just completely move on and let's take the positives from that. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and let's the just end. yeah, the end. We're let's replace Batman with somebody better. And Flash with somebody. And Cyborg. I liked Cyborg, but that whole movie got canned too. <laughs> so, it, I don't know. It's do, do I need a Suicide Squad movie? No. No, I don't. Do I want I, a Suicide Squad movie? No. No. I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't want one either. Been there, done that, didn't like it. It's like I would, I would much rather see them do a Flash, a Green Lantern. I was even, I was even excited to see the Cyborg movie because when that thing was being discussed, it was kind of like Cyborg and and kind of Flash would also be in and out of that movie. And I was like, okay, but as far as the Suicide Squad movie, no. Then the whole Birds of Prey is. I just, I just, I don't understand no. why they have to keep doing it on the bad guys. Why do every movie... I mean, I feel like we've talked about this before, but it's like... We, we I don't need to. Stop doing bad guys and focus on the good guys. I don't know. It just seems dumb. Stupid. Gotta stay so, dark. But anyway. I know. They're, they're, they're hanging on to the whole the Batman side of... The, the small chunk of DC. Yeah. It's like, we want to see other things. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we'll get to see Shazam next month, but we'll see how, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, as far as news, it was those two things, and... I'm ready to actually talk about something that I'm actually excited mm-hmm. about and not angry about. <laughs> well, then let's get to it. Awesome. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, well, we saw Captain Marvel, the next step to the end game. And uh, we've been waiting quite a while. This is the first Marvel headliner, besides Ant-Man and the Wasp. Female lead. Female lead alone. Uh She's owning it. She's doing her thing. I thought that the movie was awesome. I thought that... (laughs) I mean, it's Marvel. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I ever... I mean, they've had bad movies. This movie, I feel like... I don't think it's their best that they've ever done. But I do feel like it's... 
you know, it's still good. I mean, there's mm -hmm. so many good ones out there, even when we rank it, if it's not super high, it's still in, I mean, there's yeah. so many that we like. It's like, it's like for me, does it get over the, the line of, do I want to watch it again? Like just not in the theaters, but like, you know, years down the road, right. do I want to watch it? Because there, there is a, a line in the sand for my list of <laughs> movies that I don't care to ever see again. Right. But yeah, I think with with this movie, it's the origin story. But it's is done differently. Great. It is done differently, and that's and what I, I like and about I, it. And I really liked it. I also liked one of the things that, like, I, you know, just like I, I compared this movie to Wonder Woman's thing, and for me, I liked this movie better. And I say that, and I think I'd like it better just because. I've kind of seen the Wonder Woman story before, mm -hmm. origin story before. I mean, there's been tons of cartoons and right. comics, and I've seen all that. I With Captain Marvel, I really don't know anything about her. So to see this story, it's like I went into it not knowing anything other than it's involved in the Marvel big picture thing. Well, and then I think that's one thing that Marvel has been doing is taking characters that you don't really know that you're like Iron Man. They kicked off their whole thing with Iron Man. And yeah, there's, you know, big in the comics, but you know, for the regular Joe out there, you didn't know really anything about Iron Man. You're like of all the mm -hmm. characters in your Marvel universe, you're going to pick Iron Man. Well, you come out the gate and everybody, I mean, it's such a well-done movie, it gets you to really love the character. Same thing with Thor. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, their movies have kind of gone back and forth, but still, they're doing characters that you didn't know and introducing them, introducing them to you, and, you know, you're, you know, you're really liking these characters, and you're learning about them, you know, kind of through their movies. Well, it's like DC... These stories, they've done so much like animated movies. You know, what, what are you going to do that's new? You're already kind mm -hmm. of, you're just remaking a live action of something that has already been done. People have seen a lot more because mm -hmm. it's been out there. Yeah. So I think that. And, that, that's, and, and, and that's, that's all like I was saying. Marvel is making you, Marvel is introducing you and making you love these characters you never even knew that you cared about. Or DC is having a hard time getting you to still care about characters you already liked. You know, it's, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, you know, same with you. I, I didn't know anything about Captain Marvel. Um, I thought it's about time they do a woman lead. I don't know why it's taken 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I will say that between the, the two women lead films that, you know, Marvel was kind of tossing around, Captain Marvel and Black Widow, I'm glad they did Captain Marvel. I think it's. I think for them to come out of the gate with Captain Marvel first as their female solo lead movie is awesome. I don't know if like the Black Widow movie well, I mean, would Black have been Widow, able to, her history is just so tangled in a wide yes. web of good and bad and all that kind of stuff. This one it's kind of like you know it it's kind of like her story is all about, you know, Defeating the odds and people always mm -hmm. thinking you, you know, don't have what it takes and you saying, well, maybe I'm not perfect, but I'm going to get back up mm -hmm. and I'm going to do it. And it's kind of like that was her story, her entire life trying to keep up with 
the boys. Yeah. And them always saying, you know, you can't do this. And she's like, well, I might fall down, but I'm going to get back up. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes me strong is not the fact that I don't fall. It's the fact that I get back up. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good um, story, you know, like a message. And, you know, her character herself is kind of like the whole time you think, you know, she's she has this power that's different. Now, one question that I'm going to... So Cree, are they not... So some of them are blue. Some of them aren't blue. Is it what may... I don't know. I I have no idea what kind of makes them blue and not not blue. blue. Yeah, I have have no idea. I don't know what... Is it like... Is the Cree... Is it... um, Is there like people that are Cree and then there's people that I don't know. It's just like, I'm not, I don't know all about the Cree and it's kind of like, Oh, I remember Ronan from guardians mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember exactly what he, I know. I mean, I remember him in the movie. I'm trying to remember like specifics to the story about him. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I yeah, I know this is happening years before decades before this, that's happening, but it's still, it's like, I don't know a lot about the Cree themselves. Yeah. And uh, one thing, you know, Jude Law, you know, you find out that he's bad. Which I did not, I did not see that coming. That was a little. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really see it coming. I wasn't surprised. Because I guess I went into, I went into this movie knowing that the only thing I knew about Captain Marvel in general was that she gets her powers from or something from Marvel. And I guess I just went into this thinking, okay, somehow she gets her powers and she's going to get them, you know, from thinking that like Jude Law's character was that character. And then when they kind of pulled the twist of the Kree and Jude Law are actually the ones who are continuing this war because they want the... The scrolls, skulls, scrolls, scrolls to kind of obey or bow down to them, and they're just not going to, so they're trying to just, you know, kill Take them all. Up. Yeah, that I thought that 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 whole thing was cool, and then they also bring in the Marvel character, who was the one who was working on the you know light speed technology thing to help the skulls get away. So that they can start their own planet, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. else again. Which I thought that whole twisty thing right. was cool, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought that was a good, uh, a good kind of twist to the story. I do think that you know, hindsight. Whenever a character in a movie who's your mentor or who is you know somebody you know, mm-hmm. and they say the line, "Don't trust anyone." Like, you know, they mm-hmm. had the whole thing about, oh, yeah, don't trust anyone because, you know, the scrolls could be anybody. Yeah. You can't trust anybody, but you're, you know, even yourself. Whenever a character says that, what they mean is, don't trust me. Yes. I feel like every time a character says that in the movie, uh, I'm the only, I can only think of one other example off the top of my head is in Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when that guy's like, I told you. Don't trust anybody. Uh, that's me. <laughs> but um, so it's like hindsight. It's like, well, he did tell you not to trust anyone. Mm-hmm. But uh, it kind of reminds me also about kind of like, you know, because I keep 
comparing this, it's not really the same, but kind of the Green Lantern core, which is not. That's what I kind mm -hmm. of was thinking, the Kree, but they're really bad guys. But it's kind of like Sinestro and Hal Jordan, you know, he, you, this mentor that you looked up to, and now you find out he's been bad or, you know, mm -hmm. he's, but uh, that's kind of a, a, kind of a stretch. But. Yeah. It's like, there's so much about this movie that I enjoyed and I loved. That I, I, I'm going to forget stuff. Right. To bring up, to talk about. And well, I can't wait to go see it again. Well, the thing is, I think that this one, even like the movie itself, didn't have a ton of action scenes. Like not like, mm -mm. I feel like Infinity War, you're just like one fight, one action scene after the other, which I loved. Mm -hmm. This one, I thought that it didn't need all of it. You still were immersed in the story of how she became who she became. Mm -hmm. And... Like, why doesn't she have any memory? What, What is this thing on the back of her neck, you know? Yeah, because I was wondering that from the very beginning when you see her and this thing on the back of her neck. I was like, okay, what's this thing on the back of her neck? Is this the thing that's like giving her the powers? Because right. at first that's how they want, they're, they're like trying to make this out to be. is like they gave her these abilities, these powers. But yet you see all the other Kree that she goes to fight and all that. They don't have any of these abilities. I'm like, okay, so what makes her so special? And that Jude Law keeps on saying, on like, he gave her these powers, mm -hmm. which I'm guessing that little doodad on her neck was kind of like it was not controlling the power, but it was um, like making it weak. Like it was kind of. Uh, it was dampening her powers yeah. to where the only thing that she could do is just kind of use them as like blasters. Right. And that was. That was it. Mm -hmm. And then if she ever kind of turned on them, they could just turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, until she could just, <laughs> yeah. like, that's easy. Why didn't you do that a long time mm -hmm. ago? Yeah. Well, I think she kind of, well, I think at that moment, she kind of really realized that the powers in her, mm -hmm. they're not, they weren't well, given to her from I think as soon as she gets the that, memory... That uh -huh. the core is within her. Like, you, you didn't give these powers to me. Yeah. And I think that the power that's within her that she has is, it's too powerful for that little doodad on her neck to work. I think part of the, the ruse of it's them kind of giving mental, her it's the It's like power. mental. Yeah, uh, she had a block kind of that like, she couldn't uh, get past. Psychological abuse. You know, mm -hmm. she's been told this so many times that she believes it. Yeah, and then once she realizes, like realized, it, yeah, and was able to mm -hmm. pick that thing off like a tick and yeah. flick it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a cigarette butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I mean, I think that even like her story, I love you know, kind of even how because I was wondering how is she going to get back to Earth. So you find mm -hmm. out the scrolls, you know that they. In this whole time where they were showing that in the previews, I never realized that was the scrolls interrogating yeah. her. I thought that was part of her becoming Kree. Yeah, me too. I thought that was kind of part of how she gets her powers was from that thing. Mm -hmm. Not the opposite of it's the it is the 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 scrolls kind of interrogating her. And I think that once they captured her on that planet, they knew that Marvel's lab or whatever is around earth or what were they saying c5 or c53, C53 or something like that that i think that they the moment they got her they went there mm -hmm. and and i think that's you know when she eventually kind of broke out and got to earth yeah. and 
um, what's his name's character? Jude Law's character is like, oh, you know, we're like 22 hours away kind of thing. Um, I think she got there so fast because she was knocked out. Yeah, who knows how long for she travel was there. time? So yeah. I was like, not you know, didn't bother me. Not getting hung up, just going with it. So, well, yeah, because I feel like I mean, who knows how long she was in there getting interrogated? Mm-hmm. How long did it take them to get what they got? Yeah, and you know, one of the other things that I liked about this origin story and with her, that's kind of also different from Wonder Woman. She didn't have to be propped up by some dude. Mm-hmm. There wasn't no, there was no love interest thing with it. Right. Was just, it was just her mm-hmm. and finding out who she was and where she came from and these powers that she now. Well, yeah, it's has. like you don't need to have that. I no, mean, it's... you don't. And I thought that the whole thing with the Wonder Woman thing and the dude and all that crap was. I, I get it. It's part of like I mean, that's the part origin of their... Wonder Woman thing that they pretty much took the cartoon example of. Well, and in just the made a movie over it. Yeah. yeah. But I think that plays a different part in her story. But um, but like with Captain Marvel, I think that, you know, not only her, I think that, you know, it's her best friend. Like when they mm-hmm. bring her character in, her daughter, you know, it's like these strong, you know, strong women that, you know, they went into this, you know, this test program because... That was they weren't letting women as fighter pilots. Mm-hmm. So this is like this is their way of getting, you know, they're, you know, yeah, they're at the top of their class. And the only reason they're not doing what they want is because they're women. So they do this and it's kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. these, you know, elite <laughs> pilots. And, you know, even when they bring her in, you know, later, you know, like when they she find, you know, finds mm-hmm. her in Louisiana and, um. You know, she does her, you know, she flies the the jet to whatever that cloaked <laughs> ship is that's been floating around. Nobody's run into. Nobody's run into it yet. It's just kind of <laughs> floating out there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think that, you know, them and I mean, what we haven't even brought up yet is, you know, the Samuel Jackson character kind of seeing, you know, Nick Fury before he was super badass Nick Fury. Like, yeah. he, like he was still badass 90s Nick Fury, but he wasn't super badass eye patch, goatee, leather long coat jacket thing on. Yeah, he still had a little, I mean, like, soft edges in this one. Yeah. You know, Nick Fury 2018 is, like, all hard edges. Yeah, and it, it, was, it was really cool to see Samuel L. Jackson kind of play a younger version mm-hmm. of Nick Fury, and you can kind of be like, man... Okay, I see how he kind of got to how he was and and all that stuff. I thought it was just really cool to kind of see him portray a younger right. Nick Fury. Yeah, and just kind of see, you know, and it's like you can see Nick Fury, but you could tell this is not the same. You know, you can tell mm-hmm. these characters grow. This is how this started, and, you know, he's been working on this since 19, was it 1995? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Coulson, you know, the rookie... You know, and he wasn't in there a lot. You don't no. need a ton, you know. But, you know, he was in there enough where you got your little bit of Coulson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's still the same. You know, it's about the instincts. You can see why him and Nick Fury kind of, <laughs> get, you know, they yeah. get along, I guess you could say. But, you know, having that little aspect. And then, you know, like, how did he, how did he lose the eye? And mm-hmm. everyone's thinking, ooh, what happened? And, you know, cat scratch fever, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and because... 
I like that little tidbit. That, I think that, that they had a lot of like that. you know the little Marvel moments that mm-hmm. I feel like you know she's on Alta Vista and you know you know the little '90s the blockbuster and they kind of Radio you know, Shack and yeah and uh, the fact that uh, they had all '90s music mm-hmm. you know becoming I mean 1995 that's like high school. Like, you know, that, this is us. That's the year I graduated. Yeah. I mean, so this is kind of like our time. And and they know that, you know, Marvel, I feel like, yeah, it has a wide age range, but they have a lot of 40s, 40-somethings, 30s of mm-hmm. 40-somethings that even if they weren't adults at this time, they remember this time. And oh, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, having that little bit. I like how they had this in the 90s. It mm-hmm. makes sense now when you see the pager. Like, why does oh, Nick yeah. Fury have this old pager? Well, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that she could use a payphone to call the Cree, I thought was pretty. Yeah. was pretty cool too. Yeah, I, I think like her, she was she was great. I think her acting along with um, Samuel Jackson when they were together was also great. I mean, it was just. Well, like the, the one-liners the and all that stuff, because he like walks up to her at that point and says, "You know, yeah, I, I we got a phone call that somebody with a you know laser tag suit yeah. <laughs> on." Well, I mean, even like, like oh, I think her, you went that way. I mean, I feel like even her personality, she's badass, mm-hmm. but like, but she's got a sense of humor, like a yeah. sarcastic wit to her, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. You know, you get Captain America, and he's straight-laced. He doesn't get joke. I mean, he's, you know, there's like one little, you yeah. know, that's his thing, you know. And Iron Man, it's kind of like he's all personality. It's like that's all he is, is mm-hmm. that personality. She, you know, she can play the badass. She can get, mm-hmm. you know, do that perfectly. Yeah. And then it's like, then she ha you know, you can tell her personality is... Sarc- you know, then she has that sarcastic wit that, you know, gives her a little bit more kind of personality where I can see that being, you know, a better kind of development of character, like, in the future, too. Like, when mm-hmm. she becomes part of Avengers team or does, you know, when she becomes a bigger oh. part of that, how, what that, you know, plays with everybody else that's in there. Yeah, so, and I, I think they're setting it up for her to be the new team leader of the next Avengers. yeah. I mean, her power is from the Tesseract. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. the core that you, they talk about, you Mm -hmm. find out is the Tesseract. Now, I kind of want to go back and, it's like, I want to find out the history of the Tesseract. Mm -hmm. You know, Captain America, First Avenger, Red Skull finds this in like Norway, like in a temple. That's where, like, something like that. Yeah. Like, how did it get there? Right. Well, that's, we haven't. Who knows? That I mean, could have he, been brought in by, you know, they made it sound like it was kind of like, you know, they, the Viking, you know, Vikings or, you yeah, know, they, yeah. Odin and all that. It could have been from them. Could have been one of them put it there. Mm-hmm. And then, so Red Skull gets it. Then it falls out of the ship into the Arctic. Mm-hmm. And doesn't, at the end of that one, doesn't Howard, um, what's it? His dad. What's his name? Uh, Iron Man. Uh, the dad. What's his name? I can't even Isn't think. It Howard of... Stark. Yeah. Doesn't he find it? Aren't they with little claws? Didn't he get it? I can't. Man, I can't remember. See, I feel like I want to try to do this timeline of what this tesseract went. I wonder to if you can. Just, I wonder if you can just go to like YouTube and put in 
the um, Tesseract like, history. Tesseract history. <laughs> and it and it like Marvel movies. And they'll just show you all the clips of the Yeah, like where how did it get here? How did Marvel get it? Yeah. Because we know that it some at one point Howard Stark had it and mm-hmm. you know, they were building all those weapons based on it. But then Marvel had it and then And then she Shield took it she it. even took it up to her ship. Yeah. Like it was it was on Earth, and then she gets it somehow, and now it's in her laboratory, floating mm-hmm. in the space. And so now Fury has it. And I'm and guessing he has it until, you know, and is now building weapons. Because they build weapons based on it. And I think in Thor, don't they, they do something with, you know, they're building weapons down in that thing that they went to in this movie. I feel like that is yeah, a shield. From the Avengers? Yeah, and I think even in Thor. You know, aren't they underground in Thor? I don't know. It's been so long no, since I've seen that. No, no, no. They were at the site of where the hammer hit. Oh, okay. And they tinted it all up okay. with their stuff. But even in Avengers... No, 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 wait. Which is the one where they're driving and they're... I think that's Avengers, isn't that where... And Loki's hanging on the back? Yeah, or they're trying, like, well, I'm thinking of uh, the girl. What's her name? Uh, Colby Smothers. Uh-huh. Her, well, uh-huh. I can't. That's and the, they're uh, driving that's out of that thing, and it's like Avengers. falling down all around them. Yeah, Isn't that that Avengers. place? Yeah, I think that's that place. That's that's the way I'm looking at it until mm-hmm. somebody tells me I'm wrong. Yeah. But even at that, I'm just going to assume that that's that place, no mm-hmm. matter what. Yeah, so. And but, then um, also the way that they we got the Avengers name with Fury. Right. As it was like the... the Protective, the protective initiative. Initiative, and then he saw a picture. And Carol Danvers, was, her name was Avenger. Mm-hmm. Carol, Avenger Danvers. So technically, you could almost consider her the first Avenger. <laughs> yes, it's like uh, the first quote unquote Avenger. Now, Captain America might have been the first actual one alive. <laughs> yeah, and the one that actually joined the Avengers Initiative first. Mm-hmm. Or he was made, but when he was made, there was no Avengers Initiative. But it's it depends on how you want to you look gotta, at how, it. How do you look? Because technically, she's the first, quote unquote, she's the namesake, you could say. Yes, and then it was cool to see her give him the pager, and she pre- and she says, only use it for emergencies. That, right. Like that is it. And I look at the first Avengers movie. As when, you know, Loki was coming through and, and like, why didn't he use it then? My answer to that is because he had the Avengers. He had his team. He just needed to have it play out. And during that, it never like, it's not like it got to where it was out of hand for the Avengers. It got messy, but it's not like it was completely out of hand. Mm -hmm. And he kind of had his team... And then yet you see at the end credit of Infinity War, him use it. I think he kind of knew then just by quickly looking around and what was happening to him as far as turning to dust. I think he needed to get that out to someone. Well, yeah, because I feel like I think at that point they knew they knew enough about the Infinity Stones uh-huh. They, I think they, I'm not, I can't, I'm 
100, not 100%, but I think they knew of Thanos. They knew plans mm -hmm. in there. And I think, because even though Nick Fury wasn't with the Avengers and, you know, he was, I think he still had his finger on what's happening. Yeah. He knew, because he was, it wasn't he technically in, I mean, he knows. He always knows. So I'm sure he so knew what was going on. the fact that this, I think he kind of recognized mm -hmm. what was kind of happening and realized, okay, well, this is, this is universe ending. <laughs> Yeah, this is half the universe ending. I think that he probably knew that once he started turning the dust and everything else was going on, I think he probably figured out Thanos got all the stones. Mm -hmm. And this is it. Like, th there is no coming back from this. I, I need to put in my, my page. Yeah, this is my last chance. <laughs> this is my last chance. This is all I got. So, um, so yeah, so speaking of that, so we see... The in the or the mid in mid credit credits, scene, which is the one that usually has like the juice. It's yeah. the one that has the, the excuse me the juice, the <laughs> stuff for the next movie. Because mm -hmm. usually the the one at the very very end is well, that's what it usually has usually has something to do with it, but it's usually more of a funny one. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, it yes, depends. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Because mm -hmm. uh, with lately, that's the way it's kind of been. Yeah, well, Doctor Strange. It was more about his sequel. The end end one was more about his mm -hmm. sequel, where the mid credits one was about the next movie. Mm -hmm. So, uh, um, but and yeah, this we, mid credit scene was awesome. Yeah, so you see Captain America. You know, first off, it starts with Captain America, and uh, they have that pager. They found, I guess, they found the pager mm -hmm. and have the signal keep on going. You know, they're trying to keep the signal out out there, and it's him and. Uh, Black Widow and Hulk, Bruce mm -hmm. and uh, uh, War Machine, and you know and they're is it and then it turns off and they're like, well, we we got to get this was Nick Fury's dying thing. We need to yeah. keep this going. He we don't know who and it's like they say. I think Black Widow says we don't even know who this is. Con who this her is contacting? Yeah. And then you, they kind of pan and Captain Marvel is standing behind her saying. Where's Fury? It's like, oh. So awesome. Yeah. It's like, I so bad just want to see Endgame. Start just from that. Just open it up and say, yeah. where's Fury? And mm -hmm. just go from there. Yeah. That's, that was so awesome. It's like, I wanted to jump up and just start punching somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Let's go. Where's, this, where's the movie? And then before we move on to ranks, the kind of the standout character i feel like in this movie is the cat and his his name also is is awesome oh, yeah. because it, it's a it's a nod to 80s top gun mm -hmm. and i loved it with mm -hmm. a cat named goose yeah which was hilarious yeah and so i knew the cat has something to do with i mean there's got to be something with the cat just the way that it they you know the even when in marvel and um Carol is talking, you know, and it's like, oh, the cat like, you know, he likes you. Mm -hmm. And then they come back and the cat is still there mm -hmm. after, you know, it's been six yeah. years. So I assume the cat is like, like Marvel brought the, um, yeah, that was her cat. pet. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that, you know, it keeps showing up. 
Like, mm-hmm. the fact that it kept showing up it has to be there's something about this cat. And then you find out the shre- the skull scrolls were afraid of this. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Did a little scan on it and said that it's extremely dangerous. Right, and they had a name for it. I yeah. can't remember what it was called. And then uh, Nick Fury's the whole time is like, oh, look at that little cute guy. Mm-hmm. And then you find it, like, he's holding the cat up. And it, like, somebody... Out of nowhere, these... Opti- uh, octopus tentacle kind of creature things come out of its mouth. Ma- like it. Yeah, and grabs the the cube. Yeah, it grabs the cube. It grabs people. It eats people. It ate four people at a time. Just yeah, vroom. I mean, just and, and, and I and I and I loved it when they came back up on somebody else to where it was. He was trying to trying to get it to work, but it's like the cat. It's like I almost seemed like the cat knew. That that wasn't a Cree guard. That right, it was, a, it was that guy. It was that guy. I think he could just tell. Yeah, he and then he the cat walked up to him and like went around his feet. He's like, oh no, mm-hmm. this he's a good guy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then the in in credits, I could kind of like because <laughs> you know he had he ate the tesseract. And we're like, okay, how are they going to get this out? And I think I had said or we said something like, oh, I bet you it's going to hack it up like a hairball. Well. Here come the end credits and the cat's sitting there on his desk and mm-hmm. you all of a sudden you hear that and it, all familiar all, sound. Yes, anybody I mean, who's ever owned a cat or has ever seen a cat throw up a hairball, it or has been woken up in the middle of the night by that sound. It it is it is dead on perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> and out comes a tesseract. <laughs> like that's something that I never thought that we would ever see. I thought it was just Mm-hmm. Some somehow they got it out of the cat, but for them to do this as the in in credit was hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> but anyway, so let's right. uh, let's get to the rankings. Which so, one do you want to do first? You want to do the twenty nineteen? Yeah, let's do the, let's and, do the grades and the rank for twenty nineteen. Grades and ranks. Okay, you go first. So uh, I'm giving it an A. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, are, are you sure? You sure you want to give it an A? Uh, pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> So that makes my uh, ranking pretty easy. So we're going to go number four, Alita. Number two, Lego Movie. Number two, or sorry, number three, Lego Movie. Number two, Glass. Number one, Captain Marvel. Okay. Uh, following in uh, your footsteps, I too am going to give Captain Marvel an A. And I will have Lego Movie four, Alita three, Glass two, Captain Marvel, one. There you go. So, so that was easy. That was the easy part. Um, this is the hard part, and yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm looking at my ranks here, and I'm, I'm just kind of trying to figure out. We have twenty one movies. I, yes, we do. Twenty one, and it's like, even if it makes a top ten, it's. I mean, if if it even if it. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to wing this because I just... Uh, I, I mean, pretty much, like like my... I was talking about earlier, my uh, um, line in the sand. My line in the sand is pretty much drawn between my 17 and 18, between Thor being 17 and Iron Man 3 being 18. It's like, from 17 up, I have zero problem watching. The Thor, <laughs> the first Thor movie was just kind of, it was funny. It was. I, mean, I would say my, I don't know. I feel like winter, like my number, well, number 14 right now and end up 
Winter Soldier, it's like I feel like I need to watch it again to see if I would put it up higher. Because so, so many people put that up way high. Like, that's one of their mm. favorites. And it's I like, know, I, I, like I, I like it. It's good. But like you, it's like a lot of people have that, like, number one, number two. And I, and I, don't, underst- I don't understand. Yeah. And, I, and I've seen it multiple times since then. I just don't. I don't. Anyways. I feel like I need to dedicate, like, a long weekend and do, like, a Marvel marathon. Like for Endgame. That's like a fucking week. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> that, that's a week. That's not a weekend. <laughs> well, I, it you might be a weekend for movies. me. I said long weekend. Anyway, so. 21, Iron Man 2. 20, Hulk. 19, Thor 2. 18, <laughs> Thor. 17, Iron Man 3. 16, Age of Ultron. 15, Winter Soldier. 14, Captain America. 13, Guardians 2. 12, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 11, Spider-Man. 10, Captain Marvel. <laughs> Man, there was a long, dramatic pause. I was like, is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? I don't know. Is she? And, the, is she? And, and, you know, after I, if I see this movie again and think about it, I'd have to debate on if it would go a little bit higher. But right now I'm going to stick with number 10, Captain Marvel. Nine, Doctor Strange. Eight, Ant-Man. Seven, Ragnarok. Six, Iron Man. Five, Avengers. Four, Black Panther. Three, Guardians. Two, Civil War. One, Infinity War. I don't know. I mean, even reading it right now out loud, saying it out loud, could it be even go up to number the new number eight? I don't know. To be determined. When we see Endgame, <laughs> this rank might change a little bit. When we do Endgame, it might change a little bit. I don't know. I have to wiggle it out. So. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Here's, here's my list. Here's my list. Number 21. Thor 2, 20, Iron Man 2, 19, Iron Man 3, 18, Thor, 17, Age of Ultron, 16, Incredible Hulk, 15, Captain America, 14, Guardians Volume 2, 13, Ant-Man and the Wasp, 12, Spider-Man, 11, Thor Ragnarok, 10, Winter Soldier, Nine, Doctor Strange. Eight, Ant-Man. Seven, Captain Marvel. Woo! I, and, there was, I was wondering when I was looking at this list, and I was thinking, am I sticking this in, my, in the top five? Am I sticking in the top five? Because I started from the bottom, and I just went. Would I watch it? Straight yeah. up, yeah. And. It, it got to this point to where it's sitting as the number seven. And it's like, I don't know at this, at this moment. Yes. I would much rather watch Captain Marvel again over Avengers or Iron Man. But I think in the long run, I was putting on the brakes thinking, okay, Avengers was huge mm-hmm. because it got the whole team together for right. the first time. And that moment when they're all standing back to back in their circle and then for Iron Man for what it did to start off all this stuff that we've gotten over the past 10 plus years and that movie 
was awesome. I mean, I, I feel about that movie kind of how I do about Captain Marvel in terms of I didn't know anything about Iron Man. Right. And I thought that Tony Stark was awesome. He was funny. He was serious. He was badass as Iron Man when he got it all worked out. And so I was like, I just didn't, I just yeah. didn't know what to do. So I just, I, I think in the long run, I think number seven for Captain Marvel is, is really good. We'll just we'll wait and see. Yeah, but. like I said, I, I if I think about this, it, mine could move up a little bit. I have to think about because I really liked Doctor Strange. It's like I almost feel like I need to watch them too and think about. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, after it's like, I feel like after you get off the high of just seeing something new, and oh, then yeah. think about what, what I'd rather watch. So, I don't know. Anyway, mm. I think that's going to be about all the time we have today. Oh, man. Whirlwind episode. Whirlwind episode, yep. But also, I thought that this just a little note today is International Woman's Day, and having Captain Marvel come out today, I thought. I, I mean, it kind of has a good tie-in for which, this movie and the, what the message that it brings and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because I think that it has an awesome message. And it's like, it doesn't have, I feel like sometimes it's like, it doesn't have to be a message just for women. It's a message that's mm-hmm. good for anybody. If When you fall down, getting back up makes you stronger than never falling down. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like the big message here. And I think this that's is, what's made her so strong. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of those those, those it's little fine details that Kevin Feige and his whole team have to do this movie and to drop it on this weekend, knowing that it's you know International Women's Day. I, I think still feel like it could have happened a lot earlier. Well, yes, I do too. Maybe Hurst. Maybe I don't. You know, her story fits right now. You know, coming in now, it fits mm-hmm. well into the story, but. I don't know. It just kind of depends on. It's like ten years is a long time. And I to think wait, when they when they move forward with Phase Four, which I think they need to keep everything under wraps until San Diego Comic Con, and then unveil their Phase Four, so we can see all the yeah. movie slates of all the movies coming up. I I think she's going to be the the lead dog in Phase Four. I mean, it feels like mo- moving that's where forward with yeah, you know, her second, her third movie, her three plus Avengers movies that she'll be in. Yeah. After that. So definitely. Well, cool. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, we're going to be off next week. So you're going to have to soak this one up and enjoy, you know, maybe re <laughs> re listen to it next week. So uh, mm-hmm. anyway, you can always find us online at screenbeanspodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at screenbeanspod. You can also find us on Facebook, friend us, like us, share us, you know, Whatever makes you happy. You can also find all of our uh, all of our podcasts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud. You know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So we're taking a break next week. It's spring break. What's up? And then we'll be back the next week with our regularly scheduled program of television reviews. So uh, until then, we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys.